Hey everybody, welcome to the weekly show where we take a look back and forward at some of the biggest news affecting the sport that we love. Whether it's a broken home run record, a famous player's birth, or a major franchise trade, we'll have it all covered. I'm Jeff Lambert, and this is This Week in Baseball History. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another week's episode of The Bonus Show, This Week in Baseball History. I'm your host, Jeff Lambert. It's great to be back with you. I'm excited to go through this week's events. It was interesting putting them together. There was a common thread that I was not planning on that kind of just came together. Every single one of our entries this week involves a season-ending award. And, you know, I guess it's that time of year, so I don't know why I'm surprised, but you'll see like with each day we're going to cover like a major award that was handed out uh and some special reason why it was given out you know not just your regular run of the mill award you know there's something behind it so i think you'll see that trend as we go through before we start obviously i just want to say thank you for taking the time to sign up for the free email newsletter this is my way of saying thank you for doing that and uh it does mean a lot to me that uh, we're growing this community person by person and just uh, building up, uh, you know, a group of people that really like baseball. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this week's most memorable moments. On November 6, 1974, a reliever won the Cy Young Award for the first time. That's right, Mike Marshall of the Los Angeles Dodgers made history when he became the first relief pitcher to ever win the Cy Young. Now, he set major league records that season with 106 appearances and 208 innings pitched. Amazing for a reliever. And that demonstrated an exceptional level of endurance on his part. And it was a lock for him to be able to get that award and set that standard for relievers to be eligible as well. On November 7th, 1967, we saw a unanimous National League MVP vote for only the second time in their history. That award went to Orlando Cepeda of the St. Louis Cardinals. He achieved this milestone by being, again, the first player unanimously elected as the NL MVP since Carl Hubble had done it in 1936, so almost 30 years later. Cepeda hit 325 that season. He had 25 home runs, and he led the entire league with 111 RBI that season. He also led the Cardinals to a World Series win over the Red Sox in seven games that season, which clinched the second title of the 1960s for St. Louis. On November 8, 1966, someone won the Triple Crown and the MVP in the same season. That accolade went to Frank Robinson. He was unanimously chosen as the American League Most Valuable Player that season. After already winning the Triple Crown, he did both for the Baltimore Orioles. This is his stat line. He led the American League in home runs with 49. He knocked in 122 RBI. He had a batting average of 316, an on-base percentage of 410, a slugging percentage of 637, 122 runs scored, and 367 total bases. Just wow, what an amazing season. Now, after retirement, Robinson also became the first African-American manager in big league history in 1975 when he was hired by the Cleveland Indians. And he managed in the majors for 16 seasons. He started with the Indians, and he also spent time with the Giants, Orioles, Expos, and Nationals. On November 10th, 1965, Willie Mays locked up an incredible MVP season. 
At this point, Mays was playing for the San Francisco Giants. He won the National League MVP award that year, and he capped off a tremendous season. He led the league with 52 home runs and 112 RBI. And his charismatic play, obviously, and not just his charismatic play, his exceptional defensive ability was, you know, icing on the cake that solidified his status to win the MVP that year and obviously added to the accolades that has led him to be one of baseball's all-time greats. On November 11th, 1981, a rookie won the Cy Young for the first time. That award went to Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Fernando Valenzuela. He was the first rookie to win this award. He led the National League in strikeouts with 180 that season. And of course, this achievement, it signaled the rise of pitching stars right from the get-go that can make you know an immediate impact on their teams. And it set the stage for other rookies to really have serious consideration for this award. So hats off to Fernando Valenzuela for breaking that milestone. And last but not least, on November 12, 1997, the kid himself was the unanimous American League MVP choice. Of course, I'm talking about Ken Griffey Jr. He was playing for the Seattle Mariners this season. Unanimous selection for the AL MVP. It was a testament to a stellar season. He hit 304. He led the American League with 56 home runs, and he topped the entire majors with 147 RBI. And this was his first one. He had finished so close to winning MVP in previous seasons. So as an example, he came in fourth the previous year in 1996. He was second in MVP voting in 1994, and he finished fifth in 1993. So he finally got his due, got that MVP award in 97, obviously capping off an incredible run in the 90s for Ken Griffey Jr. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of our bonus episode. I want to thank you for joining me again this week. I hope you enjoyed jumping into these topics as much as I did. You know, it's great to kind of tie in something that happened in baseball history each day as we go through the week. I hope to see you at the end of the week for our next main rounders episode. And of course, next week, we will be back with another episode of This Week in Baseball History. I'll see you then. <laughs>